0: a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound and kick off a brand new week. Oh boy,
1: we're ready to go. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. And I was going to go with Derek Chauvin, the uh, cop on trial for the death of George Floyd, but I thought, no, that's too serious and grim and tedious, and I'm beginning to hate the news. So instead, I'm going to go with the NCAA Tournament, March Madness.
0: You could have gone on with Taylor Swift, who won Album of the Year in the Grammys last night.
1: I'm surprised that I know this, but that's the third time she's won Album of the Year. It's a select few people who have done that. Hmm. Even Uh, though I hate the Grammys. (laughs) I hate the news and I hate the Grammys. I better keep a list. You need to find something you like. I have a heart full of hate is my issue.
0: I need to go around to all the co-workers today and say... Decent chance you're going to see me in my underwear today. After for some for some reason, I, when I got out of the car, I realized I forgot to put a belt on today.
1: Oh, boy. And uh, Going to have the old uh, plumber's coin slot going. And I'm
0: uh, 15 pounds lighter than I was when I bought these jeans, and they will fall right down to my ankles.
2: <laughs> Which would be hilarious. need a rope or an iPhone charger or something. <laughs> yes, you can an an waist? iPhone charger would be perfect. Anything, something, anything. Clothes pin. <laughs>
0: Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? Yeah. Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? That's okay. from a tale years ago of my son when he was like four getting out of the bathtub.
1: Uh, I thought that's the uh, the videotape they showed at your trial for indecent exposure, no? I misunderstood. It could have been
0: Cardi B's performance at the Grammys last night is what it could have been. Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? Pornography. The, the whack performance, the pornography that CBS aired at 7.20 p.m. my time. Seven
1: o'clock at night.
0: Sick. You got that going on. So we'll have to talk about that later. Holy
2: okay, cow! Dina. That the was... final days
1: of the Roman Empire. That's what it is. I, I want to have a
0: serious, non-judgmental conversation about that because I think it's an interesting, uh, an interesting topic. I really do. The coarsening of society and whether it matters or not, and all that sort of
1: stuff. So we'll talk about that later. Probably gotta you know have a gynecologist as part of the discussion too to talk about her unfortunate condition. <laughs> Oh, geez.
0: Um, and uh, I assume you uh, considered having Derek Chauvin be the uh, general manager because the trial is going to start as soon as they get the jury sat. How far into the jury are they? They're in Minneapolis in the, in the George Floyd trial. Uh, I don't actually know that. I thought they had six
1: sat or uh, approved as of Friday, so they got six to go. Right, right, plus alternates. But uh, not only is the trial uh, gearing up, but Minneapolis just agreed to a $27 million oh. settlement wow. with George Floyd's family.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So I saw that's the biggest in history. Anywhere in the country it's the biggest in history?
1: Uh, that's in, I, I know it was a record for Minneapolis. $27 uh,
0: million. That. So what does that mean if if the main person involved in his death ends up being acquitted, which, according to you and a lot of legal experts I read, think there's a decent chance of that. Mm -hmm. So if it turns out he's not guilty of any crime, how did the taxpayers end up shelling out $27 million?
1: Well, a couple of points. Number one, it's easy to understand and easy to explain how that could happen, but most people won't hear it. So when he is acquitted, and I expect him to be, or convicted of a very minor charge, there will be uh, violence and fire and bloodletting in the streets. Uh, it's as, as simple as this. Well, partly it's the Minneapolis City Council's very, very left. But the trial, the, uh, you know, the civil trial, would be incredibly expensive, and Minneapolis feels like it probably lose. And so, the cheaper alternative is to pay out twenty seven million dollars. Which uh, it's interesting to note the uh, the previous record in Minneapolis was twenty million dollars paid out to the family of that white woman who had called the cops and was gunned down right next to her own backyard, right uh, by a black cop responding. God, that's a terrible story. Oh yeah, elder, she was so she was utterly innocent. Uh whereas you know, and was gunned down by the cops, whereas George Floyd, I think the trial will show, died of a heart attack due to a drug overdose. So it's an interesting dynamic.
0: Well, that's Uh, one of the really extra maddening things that happens in a lot of these trials is if the cops do something wrong or something that was perceived to be wrong, the taxpayers pay out a whole bunch of money. mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure how that works in terms of uh, justice in the world
1: overall. Well, and here's your really uncomfortable truth tied to all this. Part of the reason they settled and settled for so much was because of all the violence. Violence works. Rioting works. Looting works. Burning works. They were afraid of more of it, so they paid.
0: That's a lot of money. Yep. Um, and uh, several of the Grammy-winning songs last night were about the George Floyd situation. Several of the, the Beyonce stuff and the Song of the Year, all related. I Can't Breathe one uh record of the year, I think, and... Uh, So we'll be talking about that later, too, as the um, not surprising, you know, usually your Oscars, your Grammys tend to be uh, really into anything that is
1: politically on their side. Sure, Sure. Those songs ought to be about the dangers of drug overdoses, but they're not.
0: Um uh, so you uh, I, I don't know if you made, made it clear on the air you certainly did in the pre-show meeting. Yeah, we get together and plan this. I know. It doesn't doesn't sound like it. Um uh in the pre-show meeting you uh have you
1: have some unkind things to say about the Grammys? Is oh, they're dead it? to me. They've been dead to me for decades. <laughs> it's uh, useless. It's uh, beyond useless. It's it's uh, terrible. It's corrosive. It's uh, bad for society. It's ugly. It's horrible. It's obscene. It's stupid. Uh I will go on.
0: I, on the other hand, took uh, notes from a bunch of different categories of albums I'll be checking out today.
1: That's terrible. terrible. <laughs> awards for art, stupid. Well, awards for art are stupid in general. Uh, no, I sure, of course. Yeah, you see a list, you think, ah, it sounds up my alley, and you listen to it. It's fine. It's just the shows I can't stand. The awards shows. I hate them. Well, I'd forgotten it was on, and I
0: tuned in right as WAP was starting. Der. And that was not... Um, no, no foreplay. <laughs> that was not watching Neil Diamond in 1978 when he was on the Grammys. Love on the rocks. See, no <laughs> that surprise. Was, that was something else, man. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we'll talk about that later. Um, oh, and all kinds of coronavirus stuff to talk about. 60 Minutes story last night. Uh, trying to scare the bejesus out of the country about the variants going on around the world. Although a lot of countries around the world, they're getting... Knocked backward hard by these variants. Uh, Italy is closing down today. Tight closed down. Germany's on the rocks, too. And uh, a bunch of other European countries. Yikes. The going f- back to full-on shutdowns.
1: The third wave, they're calling it.
0: I think, you know, what I was talking about several months ago where I said it's a race between the vaccine and the variants. I think we won the race because we got the vaccine out and all those European countries didn't. I think it's that simple. We got we got our vaccine going before Mm -hmm. the variants could get, you know, really get a latch on. Um, Whatever that number is, you cross 40% of infected and vaccinated people. Seems like if you get to that number, it kind of dies out, and they couldn't get there in Europe because they didn't have enough vaccine.
1: You know, that's interesting because I was just reading, oh, we probably ought to move on with the show for the moment, but I was just reading one of the health gurus has become a household name, uh, and I can't remember which one, saying, we're always two or three weeks behind Europe, and I'm really afraid that... uh, We're about to get hammered with that third wave, too, but they didn't uh, mention what you just said. That was
0: Gottlieb, and that was a misleading quote, because I watched it on Face the Nation, and the Ah. next sentence after that is, but I think this time is going to be different. Damn. So that was really taken out of context. Damn the media. I hate the media. That down on the list. (laughs) Anyway, more on that. We'll explain that if it didn't make sense. You know, it's teamwork that makes the dream work. And that's why we introduce everybody on the squad, including our technical director, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
3: I'm doing great. You know, yesterday, Jack, you saw WAP on the Grammys, and you texted, uh, 7.20 on a Sunday night, times have changed. And I I texted back, yeah, times have changed. I could just hear my parents yelling at the TV, what a nasty woman. (laughs) Christopher Cross or Michael McDonald wouldn't do this. Exactly. And they would say that. That's absolutely true. Because they were
0: gentlemen. And and that's why I want to have a serious, non-judgmental, open-minded conversation about whether it's a good thing or a bad thing or a nothing that our culture has changed that much from what i would have seen on uh, television on a sunday night as a
1: kid to you, you can't turn on the tv without the parents uh, clearing it now you know michael that uh, that's a good point you made but it'd be funnier you got to go with women uh, stars share wouldn't have sung that song or who else said
0: uh, Helen, Helen Reddy. Reddy. Helen Reddy. <laughs>
2: Didn't Cher do a performance with, like, the... Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, well, I mean,
0: yeah. Well, that's going to be Reddy part did. of my coarsening of society conversation, as we go little by little by little, and is it all a good? Is there a line at some point? That's what I want to talk about.
1: Well, Helen Reddy gave us I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. It was about to, women, is, is a full, uh, fully invested the, the humans in our system, the full respect and rights and the rest of it. This, this this new song is, look at my privates, look at my genitals, my genitals, that's my the, genitals. That's the
0: other thing I want to talk about. Is that a step forward for women or not? Or is that a step backward? We'll talk about all that. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
2: Doing quite well. Uh, pre-show discussion with Jack. I was trying to make a, a clever aside about one Captain Hook, but I call him Dr. Hook, and now I'm just shook. I don't know what I'm supposed to do for the remainder of the day. To make such an egregious <laughs> error, uh, just an unf- own goal, unforced error, whatever you want to mm. call it. It's just not a good look for you, for, for our hero today. You messed up your own punchline. I hate that.
0: From modern pulp culture guru like yourself to
2: Dr. Hook. What is Hook. what is Hook?
0: Um, Doctor Hook was actually a, a pleasing uh, '70s uh, medium soft rock band, probably Grammy nominated, maybe performed in like 1976. Probably did. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. Looking at my new phone. It is Monday, March 15th, the Ides of March, the year 2021. Where Armstrong and Getty,
1: and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin stabbing Caesar precisely according to FCC rules and
3: regulations. Here we go, and mark. Do you know who doesn't care that there's a stereotype of a Chinese man in a Dr. Seuss book? China. All 1.4 billion of them could give a crouching tiger flying (laughs) Now that's a punchline.
0: Did it make me happy to turn on Bill Maher on Friday night and have him saying exactly the same thing, more or less, I had been saying Friday morning about us versus China and the need to get serious? Yes, it did make me happy. Excellent. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's terrific! Start the week off in style, in style, in style. A stylish mailbag. Okay. Yeah. Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. We'll go deep on all those things we just talked about.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Um, uh, Based on the text line, it seems people are hot to trot to talk about uh, the Grammys and the WAP performance and what it means for society. Also, um, did you see the Hebdo magazine, Charlie Hebdo? Remember, that's the magazine that led the week. the fundamentalist Islamists to go into their building and shoot a bunch of them because they had a picture of Muhammad on the cover. Well, they had a picture over the weekend of the queen kneeling on Meghan Markle's neck. Wow. With her saying, I can't breathe.
3: Wow.
1: Is
0: that really necessary? (laughs) Wow.
2: Wow.
1: Anyway, uh, more on all those things coming up. Yeah. Wow. I have comments. Uh, by the way, Sean, I'm. I, I need you to help me keep uh, the list of things that I've hate that I hate. I woke up this morning with a heart full of hate, and I'm. Uh, so far, it's the news, the media, uh, awards for art, and the Grammys. Particular, oh, my pen just ran out of ink. I hate when that happens. Uh, so, Sean, <laughs> you I, hate that? You hate when your pen I, runs oh, out of ink? Dang it! That's right. That's all right. That's good. See, I'm far too busy hating things <laughs> to keep track of everything I hate. So, I need Sean's help. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) Mailbag. Here's uh, Barry from Thailand. Always good to hear from him with a suggested freedom-loving quote of the day. I was going to go back to George Will this week because the boy can sure turn a phrase, but I love this. This is actually from uh, Representative Thomas Massey, 4th Congressional District of Kentucky, who said, quote, If you're waiting for permission from the chief executive to celebrate Independence Day with your family, you clearly don't grasp the concept of independence. (laughs) That's pretty good. La, la, la. That's nice, and uh, oh, Barry says that uh, Kim Tim Conway Jr., who we were on a panel with at a, the industry thingy, gave us huge props Friday I evening. Mean, that's awful nice of Tim. Somebody that talented. I wish I was half as funny as he is. Uh, let's see. Moving on. T. Ann writes, "Love you guys. Depend on you for my current news information. But today, meaning Friday, I just had to turn you off. Not your fault. Just couldn't take any more about." How the US is being torn down by the far left. Craziness going on in the schools. China. It's so sad and scary. I fear for the future. I'll be back. I I thanks get it. for being the voice of reason and sanity, but I gotta check out. I get it. Friday was a little rough, especially for a
0: Friday. Uh, I agree completely. I left the show thinking, what were we doing today? I know. What Let's are we trying to make people, people miserable?
1: I know. I know. I know. I know. We got a little uh, uh, over our skis or out of our lane or
0: something. We were smelling ourselves as one boss told us one time. <laughs> That's the worst expression. The bo- I do bo- what it means? The boss had us come in the office he said you guys were really smelling yourselves today.
1: An aggressive scent. W- what? Number 1 I hate that expression. Number 2 I don't even know what it means.
0: <laughs> we both said we didn't we didn't we couldn't tell what kind of trouble we were in because neither <laughs> one of us knew what that meant.
2: Thank you or I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, he's quite a guy. Someday I'll write a book about all the goofballs we've had to take orders from. Uh, here's a nice note from Paolo. Guys, you see this? The AFL-CIO is jumping on the bandwagon. The filibuster in the Senate is now, quote, a creature of white supremacy. Okay, so big unions are starting to call the rules of the Senate, which keeps craziness from happening, white supremacy. Okay, great. Um, I'm starting to think he writes that there may be something to the idea that we're a racist country. I can't remember ever seeing racism used more overtly for political gain than it is now, nor with less regard for the harm it's doing.
0: Oh, on the day that Joe announces he hates awards for art, which I, I get completely. Yeah,
2: the news and pens running out of ink <laughs> and the media. I, the, I had the news. Okay, I'll, I'll do. I'll add media there. Like yeah, because
1: the, the media, the news is like the news we're talking about. I hate gotcha. that, and I hate the media that brings it.
0: The Oscar nominations are out. We ought to go through those at some point. And there's one particular movie I'm rooting for: Hard for Manc. and and you what? Mank. Uh, no, uh, and for
2: really good reason. I think you'll root for it, too. Because you're, you're a Citizen here. Kane fan, so you want oh, Mank to win? I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> it sounds like a typo. Is it supposed to be tank or bank? Or <laughs>
1: crank or something? <laughs> Mank? What is that? You sounds like long letter. S- sounds like a sound a bird makes or something. <laughs> or an angry beaver. I don't know. Let's see. This is very long. Oh, my gosh. It's a note from a teacher talking about how ashamed they are of their... Oh, boy. Uh, their... Uh, profession oh, and here's a high school band director pointing out that the football players were allowed to play but they wouldn't let any of the horn players blow their horns he says show me the science that says it's okay to crash into people for two and a half hours but not to blow a horn outdoors that's interesting where's the science armstrong and
3: getty new york um because if 1526 is partially explaining what's going on in new york city that could be really concerning there's there's ways to explain what's happening in new york that aren't as concerning that mean you know this is just sort of a temporary blip and we'll continue mm-hmm. on the declines and then there's ways to explain it that would cause a lot of concerns including that 1526 mutation
0: so there's a, a new york variant that is um uh possibly kicking new york's uh buttocks right now, and that is what's going on in Europe right now. Paris uh, headed to a lockdown. Italy locking down today. Germany and uh, Angela Merkel's uh, political group really took it on the nose over the weekend and voting partially because the COVID has come back so strong there, and she's getting the blame for it, but it's, it's, it's these new variants, mm. and uh, that's what 60 Minutes was focusing on, so we'll talk more about that later. I hadn't heard about the New York variant. Does it shout at you when you try to order a sandwich? Hey, I'm yeah, that's what the New York variant What do you says. want? What do you want? Um, also, we're going to talk about the WAP performance at the Grammys uh, last night. I think uh, that was a, an important moment in cultural history, uh, for uh, better or
1: worse. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Pop music. Stupid stupid pop music. Stupid stupid Grammys. Who cares about the Grammys? The, 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 pop music is like jeans. It's like talking about jeans. These are the best jeans of the year. Every generation the has them. They're the slightly different than the last generations but they're pretty much the same. These jeans had real courage. These jeans are bringing change. These are some of the greatest jeans. She's won best jeans three years out of the last nine. It just doesn't matter. And the Grammys has been dead to me since 1977 when they gave Best New Artist to the Starland Vocal Band instead of Boston. Michael, play me some Boston. Play to play some Boston music. Come on! Come on! The rift that changed rock radio! Look at the power that you never, come on! Everybody's jamming in the back of their Chevy Chevelle to this tune, and many others. Smash hit album, please. They're still playing it today. All I want is a little peace of mind. Ignored, snubbed by the jackasses of the Grammys in favor of what? Michael, play me the Starland crap man. Gonna
3: find my baby gonna oh Lord, oh, really? Right. Oh yeah. Afternoon
1: Delight. It's about having sex in the daytime. There's There's one one hit wonder, half a novelty song, really. And as you just mentioned, and this has just recently been brought to my attention, this song is about fornication.
3: The night is always gonna be here Funny thing is about
0: so if you listen flaccid. to this song
1: You can't have sex because you're unable to, or to Get an erection Exactly It diminishes testosterone, testosterone, testosterone levels to near zero So this Play the Boston again, Michael Listen to the power of the riff Come on, everybody All I want is a little peace of mind Two, three, four Kick it in <laughs> So the Grammys are dead to me Dead, dead, dead May they rest in peace.
0: That's interesting. Uh, for me, for the Grammys, for the most part, the uh, uh, the awards that don't get on the show are the ones that I'm going to be checking out today. The long list of traditional folk album and bluegrass. Billy Strings won Best Bluegrass Album, which is going to be a... The, the internet's going to blow up in bluegrass forums, I guarantee you, because Billy Strings won the Best Bluegrass Album. Is but, that good or bad? Uh, He's just a different sort of cat. Oh, I see. He's got the big stretched out earlobes. and Oh, uh, Lord. And a uh, different style. But anyway... Um, Taylor Swift one, um, I haven't heard the new Taylor Swift album. I know, like I saw one of these songs up is a duet with Bon Iver, who's a super artsy fartsy critical darling. So she must've gone more art this direction on this album. Certainly if Bon Iver was on it, but anyway, I haven't listened to it. I'll check it out. My family really likes the Taylor Swift. Um, back to some of the stuff on, um, oh, we got to do this story later. Woman accused of sending deep fakes to daughters' cheerleading rivals. Have you followed this story? Oh, Lord. Holy cow.
1: There is no viciousness like cheerleader mom viciousness. Wow. Here's
0: a picture of her, by the way. I'll hold it up to her. Where can I
1: hold it up to? So you can see
0: it? Where's the camera? Oh, there. Oh, yeah. Can you see oh, it? Or is yeah. It? Oh, yeah. There's too much
1: glare oh, in my. Yeah. Is is that she, a, she looks
0: like the sort of person... Uh, look,
1: <laughs> do that. I can't say it.
0: So... Uh Dr Fauci said yesterday that the cdc That's a
1: woman you say. Yes, that's what I was hinting at.
0: <laughs> the CDC is researching whether 3 feet of distance is okay after a study found no substantial difference in case numbers between 3 feet and 6 feet. Um 3 feet is about as close as you ever really get to anybody. I mean that's practically not having a barrier really. I mean Right. Other than if you're going to hug someone, you don't really get within 3 feet of people. Um, so that would tend to believe. I mean, if they haven't found any difference that that whole thing doesn't do anything. There's another study that came out from the CDC. It actually came out uh, a while back, but it was just released yesterday, where they questioned whether, how effective masks are in actually stopping the spread of the virus. They said, uh, you know, the information's a little iffy on that. I don't know. But if it turns out that the social distancing and masking didn't do anything, it just... It just is. The virus does what it's going to do, whether you like it or not.
1: Yeah. that's be I, a heck of a thing. I suspect that's not the case. Oh, the, the problem with sure. the mask thing is that, you know, so many different kinds of masks worn well, worn fairly badly, worn completely uselessly. You got people with the single piece of fabric over their face, which does less than nothing. So it's just hard to get data. That three feet thing surprises me a little bit. But here's a question for you. If you just had to guess. Neither one of us is a doctor, that might surprise you. Uh, <laughs> I can barely stand to get through undergrad, much less medical school, but anyway, uh what percentage of transmissions would you guess were indoors? Uh practically all of them. I, I would guess I-, I would feel safe at 90% and I would feel reasonably comfortable at, you know, mid 90s. It's just uh, how much virus can you suck in? Uh, you know, outdoors, even if there's a whisper right. of a breeze,
0: right? And you have a tendency, just because I guess of the more space, to tend
1: stand further away from people outdoors. Just it just seems like we do. Yeah, and as a guy who doesn't want people standing close to me, let's keep that six foot thing. Let's just be safe, okay, folks? But I want you
0: to straighten this situation out for me. I got confused yesterday or over the weekend as it's taken in the news. For some groups of people, their spreading of the virus and getting more virus is because they're of their stupid choices for some groups of people when they spread the virus and get more cases it's because the world is got it in for them and is racist and it it, it confuses exactly. me yeah. so they were going through the numbers of who has gotten the vaccine who's willing to get the vaccine uh, breaking it down by various groups in one part and face the nation they did both of these stories but they separated them so they did the story at one point about how um uh Lower income Republicans are the least likely group to get the vaccine and why that's such a problem for America and how, uh, you know, it's going to affect the number of cases that they get and blah, 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 and affect all of us. Stupid, and, stupid Republicans. And right. And they are tying it into QAnon and Trump uh, uh, badmouthing mouthing the vaccines and that sort of stuff or the virus early on. Um, so that's a choice. Right. So they're they're claiming that is a group of people who are making a choice that is having an effect on their health. Then mm-hmm. th- then like five minutes later, they had this uh nice black woman on to talk about how our healthcare system is systemically racist and why. And that's got to do with why black people are getting more of the virus. And also the numbers are really low for uh black people in particular black men in particular and then like hispanic men i think in terms of not wanting to get the vaccine now for that group it's racism in america for the other group it's stupidity or yes. or, or, or bad choices it doesn't make any sense to me
1: i don't see how you square those two things well that's that's a brilliant uh, illustration of the whole social justice world where nothing matters but color and group and status You can't appraise the two choices in similar ways and say, all right, yeah, the one's got a little basis, that one's got less, but either way you ought to get the vaccine. No, it becomes about race. It becomes about power. You know, unless you could show me that in recent years... I mean, because I keep hearing people refer to the infamous uh, Tuskegee Institute uh, syphilis experiment, which was a horror. I mean, it was up there with Dr. Mengele's Germany, Nazi Germany. Uh, But that was like 100 years ago, right? I think it was in the 20s.
0: Look up when when that was, Sean. It was a long time ago
1: yeah yeah so I mean uh, that's not a rational uh, basis on which to make a decision if you if you
0: googled uh syphilis black men, I think you'd come up with it or maybe not experiment put experiment in there
2: yeah. um uh, uh Tuskegee experiment yeah. was uh 1932 okay but okay yes. ninety years. Long, long time ago, right? So uh,
0: you got to come up with some evidence of systemic racism in our healthcare system.
2: It's, I think to make it, these blanket statements. Its end date was seventy two. I don't know oh, if it was wow. the same thing for the whole time. I'm they not did sure that the whole, for that long. I don't know. It just says start date and end date. I'm I'm uh, kind of unaware. I have a feeling seventy two is when the last person died.
1: Oh, that makes sense. What a
0: horrible story, though.
1: I mean, just oh, yeah. just a horror.
0: Yeah. Uh I think uh, I'm, I'm pro people getting the vaccine. I uh, really think it's a good idea. But you break it down by political group, seventy-one percent of Democrats have gotten or will get the vaccine. It drops w- down to fifty-one percent for Independents, forty-seven percent for Republicans. And huh. they focused in on Republicans for a long time. And I thought, hey, uh, the Independence <laughs> number is basically the same as the Republican number.
1: Margin of error, certainly. Um, it's it's real darn close. So yeah, but uh, that's interesting. That's the interesting part. Wow. But that that just goes to show your activist uh, journalist core these days. That's why I hate the media. It's on the list of things I hate.
0: And then I'd like to throw in one more thing before we move on from uh, the COVID for a little while. A Texas woman was arrested last week after refusing to wear a mask in uh, the bank where they had a mask policy. She told the police officer, the law says I don't have to wear a mask. The policeman said you don't have to in public, but this is not a public place. I would think that we could get the uh, the 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 message out more clearly to people that you don't have the right to do whatever
1: you want in a in a in somebody's business. You have to do what they want. That's correct. That line has been blurred a little bit um, in in recent years, just because the whole uh, you have to serve everybody regardless of. You know, all of the protected classes and then somebody begins acting obnoxious or, or uh, taking the bathroom uh, too long or whatever. And then they get kicked out and then it becomes a racial thing. And so people have started to get the idea that I get all of my civil rights, all of my rights as a free citizen in every square inch of America, including private property, which isn't right.
0: I just saw the headline: "Indoor dining is the new one-night stand." I'm not exactly sure what that means.
1: <laughs> Perhaps That's we'll get into that clickbait. at some
0: point. Yeah, good. That is good clickbait. Let's tie in uh, people want to eat out with sex and see if people click on it. Maybe they will. Um, geez, so many different things we want to get to today. Well, we will have the the uh, uh, breaking down of our cultural norms and the WAP performance from the Grammys last night. I want to talk. How about we kick off next hour with that? <laughs> I have much to say on that. All right, I think it's an important topic. I don't know, uh, if I'm right or not. i as I've said, I'm willing to be open-minded and non-judgmental. But that yeah. was something on a Sunday night on CBS at seven o'clock. Holy cow. Uh, the cheerleader mom is a good story too. Oh, Oscar nominations are out. I, I want to mention this not because of the, the, the importance of the Oscar awards, the importance politically of one particular director and motion picture. And I'm really rooting for them hard. Tell okay. you about, tell you about that next.
1: The Armstrong and Getty show
0: so um as I mentioned earlier in the show, I was happy to turn on Bill Maher on HBO and watch a little of his show on Friday night, and he was agreeing with something I had said earlier that day on this program, and it ties in what uh, to who I'm going to root for in the Oscars as the nominations have just come out, and this is all not fluff and not uh, celebrity news. This is all really important stuff. Anyway, here's a little bit of Bill Maher from Friday.
3: We see a problem and we ignore it, lie about it, fight about it, endlessly litigate it, sunset closet, kick it down the road, and then write a bill where a half-assed solution doesn't kick in for ten years. China sees a problem and they fix it. They build a dam. We debate what to rename it. There is a progressive trend now to sacrifice merit for equity. Colleges are chucking the SAT and ACT tests, and in New York, Mayor de Blasio, announced merit would no longer decide who gets into the schools for advanced learners but rather a lottery system. You think China's doing that letting political correctness get in the way of nurturing their best and brightest you think Chinese colleges are offering courses in the philosophy of Star Trek the sociology of Seinfeld and surviving the coming zombie apocalypse those are real and so is China and they are eating our lunch and believe me, in an hour, they'll, they'll be hungry again. So
0: we were talking about that on Friday around the military and also the schools thing of how we've given up on the idea of just making sure we have the best to make sure we satisfy all kinds of political correctness things. And Bill Maher made the point, and he went on for many minutes about this. And we'll play some more of it later, about how China's for real, man. you got you got you got to take this seriously. And when they take over the world, they're not going to care about any of this crap. So none of this stuff that you care so much about is going to make any difference. They're not worried about political correctness. They just want the smartest people at their schools, the best
1: soldiers in their army, etc., etc. And we need to get serious. So that was part of his point. Right, yeah. Boy, it's an old story, too. The big, comfortable empire. And the, uh, the young up-and-comer is nipping at their heels. And there's usually a leader, too. Like Churchill was this guy in Britain saying, there's a threat here. They're serious. They're tough. They're mean. We have to toughen up. We have to get ready. And generally, that voice is ignored. Until the, uh, you know, that up and coming power invades their shores, starts lobbing bombs at their cities. Let's hope it doesn't come to that.
0: So tying it into the Oscar nominations that just came out a little bit ago. I haven't seen any of them. Have I seen any of the movies? Let me look over real quick. Nope. I have not seen any of the Best Picture Scanning nominees. Scanning for Boss Baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, believe that's eligible this year. <laughs> Again.
0: Um, but up for Best Movie, No Bad Land, up for Best Director, Chloe Zhao. Is that the way you say her name? Yes. Um, Zhao
2: Zhao, something like that. Yeah.
0: Uh The reason I'm rooting so hard for that is, so she won Best Director uh in the Golden Globes. And... Uh the initial reaction was, as she is Chinese, like Chinese born, though she lives in the United States now, was uh, jubilation in China and really honored that one of their own had won. But that lasted like a day before they dug up some interviews and some tweets and things where she is bad mouthing China and talking about what a totalitarian communist dictator, evil dictatorship it is. And so hmm. immediately the country turned on her and the government turned on her and all kinds of censoring of publicity of her movie and that sort of stuff. And this is being seen as a real test of the whole relationship between Hollywood and China, as they seem to be holding out a couple of future blockbusters and uh, dangling the idea that they will not be allowed in China if this Chloe Zhao woman continues to win awards and say the things that she's saying. And nobody's exactly sure if she's going to back down at any point and, like, uh, you know, uh, kind of come up with a way to soften her comments in the past or if she's going to continue to talk this way. And I'd love it if she wins best picture and uh, best direct or best director and has the spotlight to to make that sort of statement. And, And I think
1: severing Hollywood from China would be good for the world be good for movies certainly but her career would probably end if she continued to talk tough against the chinese communists because it's such an enormous market for movies that's what drives american movies now that's what finances american conti- movies. It,
0: but it can't continue right it's, it's it's a fantasy land to think it's going
1: to continue that way Sure, it's like big tech. It's like the NBA. It's like the Olympics. You can't can't be. You can't be in bed with a regime that evil. As I've said before, it's it's not like being in bed with the Nazi Germany in nineteen thirty-seven. It's like being in bed with them in nineteen
0: forty-three. It'd be interesting to see what sort of pressure she's on from the moneyed people in Hollywood to you know don't don't don't, uh, talk about your movie or whatever. Don't don't need to be talking about China. Doesn't really help anybody. Wonder what sort of pressure she's on. Uh, under to uh, to uh soften that. I don't know, but this could be a pretty big moment. I think this could be the end of the relationship between Hollywood and China, if she decides to double down on that. Well,
1: and it could be Hollywood would finally find something close to their morals and realize, Free and excessive- oh, we could uh, continue bad-mouthing America or we could turn our eyes to a nation of 1.4 billion people that have concentration camps and slaves and political murder constantly.
0: Hollywood should be cranking out blockbuster movies about the evils of China. There should be some unbelievable movie about what it would be like to be in one of those concentration camps. You know, a Schindler's List sort of tearjerker, you know, painful movie that's about (laughs) current or former China.
1: There should be some movie like that. Yeah, you'd think, but that ain't happening, and that speaks louder than words, doesn't
0: it? It might after this Oscar season if she wins awards and she continues to say what she said in the past. So keep an eye on her.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. That's a great story. I didn't know that.
0: Uh, is our culture going in a bad direction? Is this just a, a good thing? Am I am I a boomer now? Um, talking about the sexy, sexy performer performance in the Grammys last night, among other things, on the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty.